Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss six questions in nine minutes because leaders know how to be concise. Let's get started today. Our first question, in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. Hey guys, uh, thank you very much, Sean. My name is Samir Khan, and I am a marketing professional, uh, marketing and technology professional. And currently, I am uh, running uh, uh, a team of uh, digital transformation professionals uh, in a large corporation. Very good. Question number two, what's the best thing about working with a team? The best thing about working team is uh, collaboration and the insights and ideas that are generated from it. Uh, and it kind of goes back to my college days when the first time I started interacting in a much more collaborative way where there was no leader. We were all playing an important role and we all had duties to do as a part of the team. And we, come up with, we came up with a lot of new interesting ideas and insights. And if you look at most organizations, teams are the ones that produce those innovations, those transformations. Uh, so in my view, anything that's transformative is going to originate from a team. And that's one of the fundamental importance of a team. Great comment about collaboration. Really like that. Question number three, I hear from other leaders of teams that it can be a challenge to get team members engaged. Tell us your thoughts. Uh, when you're working with team, you're working with a bunch of emotions. So it's not just your emotion in play. There are emotions of other folks as well. And you need to be cognizant of the fact that after all, we're a human being. doesn't matter how much technological advancements human races have had in the last 100 years. There's always going to be that human element that plays an important role. And that's what we bring to the table. And we all experienced that when we were kind of had a lack of it during the COVID times. Uh, but now... What I strongly believe is the way humanity is going to come and overcome any challenges is by putting their emotions uh, up front and making sure that it's been addressed. A uh, lot of cases when you work in large organizations, uh, it tends to be very much robotic in a way that people tend to focus on metrics and data uh, and technology, but the people element is important. And me as a role as a leader, leader I play a put a lot of emphasis on human emotions. And I made sure that I understand the dynamics of the different players involved in the team and what their emotional sensitivity is. Uh, so then I take that into consideration. And we're not saying that, you know, we're going to have uh, someone going overboard with their emotion and kind of jeopardizing the efforts that we have in place, but making sure that we are acknowledging them and we're giving respect to their emotions and we're taking that into consideration and allowing the sensitivity to play so that it helps us move the project. And I have had several cases, like one of the projects that I was working on, and there was a person who was, who had a very specific way to look at things. And that person was always trying to find something that was, uh, maybe I'll call that as critical. Uh, and instead of trying to play the emotion and say, hey, let's not have a negative uh, thought on everything that we're doing, I asked the team to put emphasis and to recognize the critical nature of this person and to understand where that person is coming from so that we take those feedback into consideration. And the end result was super awesome. That person realized how they can become a little bit more mature in their feedback. And we were able to take the feedback that were offered by them and apply it to the project. And we got some very good results from it. Uh, so that's what I would say is human emotions play an important role in any uh, settings where people are working together. I really like how you described that because, you know, you're in technology and yet you still 
acknowledge and, and it sounds like have really gone to some great lengths. What a great example of, of listening to the, the team members and letting them share their concerns, even if we don't always agree. Wow, what a, what a great example that you set. And I really appreciate you sharing that example because boy, letting people share those emotions, that really is a, a big factor in helping those teams collaborate and come up with new ideas in a lot of cases. So thank you so much for sharing that. Sure. Question number four, what other piece of advice do you have for leaders of teams? One of the primary advice that I give to leaders of team is uh, don't act like a boss, act like a leader. And there's a huge difference. And the reason why I say that is when you are designated, we're given a title or position, you're designated in a specific position, you automatically get that uh, respect from the team that, okay, you're our manager, director, VP, or C-level, and uh, this person should be given respect. There are two ways you can go do uh, take that respect. Like one is you can take advantage of it and try to act like a boss and try to tell everyone what to do and uh, be very adamant in your uh, in your ideas and thought process and not listen to anyone uh, above you. The second way is to become an influential leader where you can start paying attention and guiding people and influencing them and motivating them and inspiring them to take specific actions. Uh, I tend to be the latter and I like people just focus on the latter part because there is no shortage in the corporate world. At least I can say there is no shortage of a titled leader versus an actual leader. Uh, and that happens to be very specific in especially technology companies where uh, people become leader because of their expertise, not necessarily because of their influence, motivation, inspirational and human characteristics. And for me, that's a big challenge today in corporate America and, and even in the world where technology is taking the world by storm and we're seeing more and more leaders that are very, uh, I would say, you know, very technical leaders. Uh, they're not necessarily people leaders. And we have a huge shortage uh, in America today of people leaders. Uh, and I tend to focus on the people leadership more so on the technology leadership and I believe that's one of the areas of focus for me. And uh, the, a lot of work needs to be done there. Great comments. I really like how you're distinguishing. We've got those, those leaders that are good about knowledge and knowing the, the technology side of it. But we need more people leaders, people that can unleash that, uh, that ability within people. I love that. Great comments. Question number five, what other successful leaders of teams would you like to recognize that have had a positive influence in your life? Uh, there are several leaders. Uh, I, I would say a couple of my bosses. I happen to be very lucky to have uh, some really good bosses during early stages of my career. Uh, uh, Brian Uriosti is one of them that you know, I worked with him in one of the companies. He was very much of a people leader. We worked together in a technology company. Both of us started. So he was my manager. I was a new hire uh, and I had, uh, you know, I had lots of great ideas. He always gave me an opportunity to present my ideas to the leadership. And that gave me a very good uh kind of a play into the in the new organization that I was in. It was challenging, uh, but because of those opportunities, I started to grow very quickly. And when I grew, he grew as well. So he started going up the ladder, climbing up the ladder, and so did I. Uh, that was one example. The other leader that I observe uh, uh, pretty frequently is my father. So he's been a great influence on in my life and, and his entire life. He's played a role of uh, being the leader and driving our household and driving all the initiatives that he drove in the life. In a, in a positive direction and making uh, sure that whenever we are going off the course, uh, he's going to be the one who's going to provide us a lots of great stories. He's a guy with a lot of stories. And I like leaders who tell, tend to tell stories. And I kind of 
sometimes I, I, I tend to go in that direction with my kids as well. So he always gives uh, example with stories and I record them whenever I hear these stories because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to miss them in future and probably have my kids to uh, listen to those stories as well. And the third person I would say uh, in from a leadership standpoint is uh, uh, Robert Glazer. He is a best-selling author of several books and we uh, had an opportunity to bring him on the podcast. He's an amazing uh, kind of a coach uh, and a person who have always had the privilege to listen to and hear from a podcast standpoint uh, because he brings a lot of great insights, uh, again, from a people perspective uh, to the table. So those are the three examples of where I feel that um, people who have influenced uh, immensely in my life. Thank you so much for recognizing all three of them. I was especially touched by the recognition of your dad and your father. I, I've always liked it when the guests recognize their family members that have had an influence on them. But, but thank you for recognizing all three of them. Samir, the last question. Tell us about your first job. My first job right out of the college was uh, a large technology company based in India called Wipro Infotech. Um, I happened, I was fortunate they had a campus interview and I was selected and I started uh, all of a sudden working in this big, uh, big company, uh, thousands of people. This was in India, Mumbai. Um, and uh, it was, uh, it was very tough because first time you come into work for a large corporation. So you not only have to get accustomed to the rituals uh, that uh, corporations have, but also be able to establish relationship with a lot of people relatively quickly so then you can uh, you can at least have some presence there, uh, which which is also fundamentally important to become an important leader. Uh, and I had the opportunity to learn from in my early stages some very good people who taught me kind of the ropes of the organization and how to go and um, raise your points uh, while mean, making sure that you're influential or making sure that you're respectful and honest. Uh, and I learned a lot of new skills there. And uh, it gave me the foundation that I needed to continue going the path that I was. So I, I was I was lucky to be to be in that organization. I would say. Well, it sure sounds like it. But thank you so much for sharing that experience. And Samir, thank you again for being on the podcast today. How can people find you? Uh, people can find me by going to my website, which is samirkhan.co. Again, it's samirkhan.co. Very good. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, you can go to teamengagementpodcast.com. Again, that's teamengagementpodcast.com. Thanks so much for joining us today and have a great day.